This is a Voice in the Wilderness podcast channel. Today's topic is going to be Theology is the foundation for all religious belief. Well, first a prayer. All that I am, all that I have, all that I do shall be consecrated to the service, honor, and glory, and exaltation of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, the Sacred Heart of Jesus, and the Heavenly Kingdom. In Jesus' name I pray, Immaculate Heart of Mary, please pray for us. Sacred Heart of Jesus, please pray for us. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, Amen. So, just as a quick aside, I keep urging my listeners on this platform to check out my original podcast, St. Longinus' Baptism. Apparently, um, well, for the sake of charity, I, 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 I don't, I don't want to figure out what people's mindset is or their motivations. But suffice it to say that I'm not, as of the last time I checked, I'm not getting any traffic to that web uh, to that uh, podcast. Once again, don't care. Literally, don't care. However, to to my listeners who may have made the um the hop over to my new platform. Um, I'm going to have to cover some ground, maybe in a different way, of course, that I've already covered on St. Longinus' baptism. Once again, if, you, if you've made that switch, I ask for your patience and your, you know, I ask for your patience because this is strictly for the people, the new people. Now, for the people who are, who have made the leap over to this new um, podcast, I would invite you, don't turn it off at this point and think, um, he's already covered it. Um, in, in this particular instance, I believe that I covered this topic on my original podcast like six at bare minimum four months ago, possibly even longer. So it's not, you know, I may say things in this podcast that I didn't say in the original. And I may say it in a way that you find a little more pleasing. But, you know, uh, you do you. So the topic for today is is how... Theology is the basis, or I'm sorry, not the, it's the foundation. Theology is the foundation of all religions. And I'm taking this definition of theology from the Merriam-Webster Dictionary. The study of religious faith, doctrine, practice, and experience of a religion. Now, before I get on to the main topic, I need to give some context. Not too long ago, I want to say, uh, probably about, uh, let's see, it's August, probably about a month and a half, two months ago, I was on my way to work and I bumped into a young man uh, who appeared to be homeless. He was wearing a t-shirt that I thought was, that, that really spoke to me. And so I was just going to give him a green scapular. Um, hoping that he would accept it. For those of you who don't know, the green scapular is a Catholic uh, scapular, which is green. It could either be worn around the neck or carried on your person. That has... Uh, an image of the Blessed Virgin Mary 
because she was the one who gave the green scapular to a nun to be used as a sacramental in the pre-Vatican II Catholic Church. And it's used in the conversion of people. And as soon as, as soon as he set eyes on the picture of the Virgin Mary, he said, oh, no, 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 I, I don't do that Mary stuff. No, 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 no. You, you Catholic, you, you idolize her. And I'm just going to be flat out blunt and say, when he said that, I wasn't surprised. Oh, um, for those of you who may be new, I'm a former Protestant and I'm a former Vatican II sect member. So, I've had a lot of experiences with Protestants and Vatican II sect uh, people who LARP as Catholics. And I could tell when he said that. I, well, first of all, when I went to over to give him the scapular, he's some guy I met in the street so, what his religious affiliations were or were not, were not apparent to me. I, out of charity, wanted to give him the scapular so that he would have a chance at conversion. So, but when he said, oh, no, 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 we don't do that Mary thing, I knew that, you know, that he was a Protestant of some sort. And I started talking to him. And once again, this goes back to what I'm talking about. When you're evangelizing, I, I could have gotten in a big autistic argument about the theology of Mary. Most Protestants, not all, not all of my Protestant listeners, not all, but most Protestant uh, Protestants are even... They're, they're very ignorant about the, the history of the Protestant revolt and the foundations of Protestantism, which is Bible alone, faith alone, and the priesthood of all believers. Those are the big three of Protestantism. So, um... You know, I, I, you know, I, I, furthermore, I was on my way to work. So, but I mean, just knowing my audience, getting into a big autistic argument with the dude about the theology of Mary, the proper Catholic theology about Mary was not going to be worth it. So I, I started talking to him and started asking him about, well, what do you believe? And he's like, oh, we're all about the faith. We're all about the faith. And when he said that, I really, really could feel where the dude was coming from. Because when I converted from utter paganism into Protestantism, I was all about the faith. And it was actually some members in my first church that taught me the importance of theology when practicing your faith. But anyway, so I'm like, okay, so what denomination are you? Oh, we're non-denomination. We're non-denominational. And so I was like, okay, um, what are what what are your what is your theology? And he's like, oh, we don't have, we're all about faith, man. We're not about theology. That's that's uh that's church stuff, man. That's church stuff. We're not about theology. And so I asked him, I said, well, do you believe in Bible alone? Do you believe in faith alone? And do you believe in the priesthood of all believers? And um, I'll give the kid credit. He was completely honest with me. He just basically told me 
He says, well, I just believe what my pastor tells me. Whatever my pastor says, that's, you know, that, that. And I said, okay, but what does your pastor preach? Does he preach any of the three things I listed? And then I tried to tell him, I was like, if he preaches those three things, um, that is the theology of Protestantism. You may not be affiliated, and I told him this as gently as I was able. I said, you may believe that you're not affiliated with the Lutheran Church, the Methodist Church, the Baptists, or any of that, but if you believe any of those things, you, these three things are the theology of Lutheranism. And by the way, when, when I say, you know, I call him a kid and I say he was young, um, to me, anybody under 40 is a kid. You know, because I'm over 50. So anybody to me under 40 is a kid. And I could just tell. And this is not a slam on the young man. I've met lots, well, <laughs> I've let lots of people who are ignorant about their faith. And be if I have, if I do indeed have any set of Acontis listeners, I'm including uh, a portion of set of Acontis in, in this in this observation. But they're literally ignorant about their faith. Literally. And I could tell the young man was ignorant. And I could tell that the young man wanted to, you know, um, you know, have a debate or whatever. And I was like, yeah, you know, um, I can't do this. I got to be at work. So I just wished him, God blessed him and left. But that's another part of my principles. I don't argue with people who are ignorant who are not willing to listen, and I don't argue with people who are bad faith actors. And I have enough life experience that I generally um, can figure out who's, who's of good faith and who isn't of good faith. And I... Not by looking at them, by listening to what they're saying. And if they're online, you know, they're basically, unless they're a podcast, they're going off a text. But that makes it especially easy because it's in, if it's in text form, unless they, they're, they're being particularly underhanded and, um, erase their original post, it's right there for all to see. Anyhow. But those are my two principles. I, I don't argue with people of bad faith and I don't argue with, um, or not argue, debate. I don't debate people who are ignorant. I just... Call me old and crotchety. It doesn't interest me. You know. Um, I, I have a set of Vacantis friend who made the remark, and it's actually an old American cliche, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. That is pretty much my principle on all my uh, platforms. I'm just going to put this stuff out there. If you're interested in informing yourself, I'll give you the resources. If you want to sit there and laugh and mock, I'm not interested. I'm not interested. And um, in, in the case of full disclosure, when I first started my Tumblr, 
I put in a post about what Sedvacantists believe and don't believe. And some, some neo-Catholic came on to my comment sections and said something to the effect that Sedvacantism is the most stupid of heresies. There's something to that effect. And at first... I was really, really tempted to, to embarrass him because somebody that ignorant, I can easily embarrass. But I decided that no, that would not be charitable. And to keep this person off my threads, I blocked him, which is also part of my principles. Um, I don't mind people disagreeing with me, but if you're trying to make snarky and cutting remarks in your ignorance on my thread, I will ban you. That's it. That's it. You know, on my social media, it's my rules. Outside the rules, of course, of whatever platform I'm on, I'm, but I'm saying you know, it's my rules. And um, I have a very low tolerance for, for um, people. I've, I've made this remark more times than I can imagine. If a person's genuinely ignorant and they're not acting the fool... They're just acting out of ignorance. And once again, I have enough life experiences to tell. You know, who's doing it out of genuine ignorance and who's being ignorant and arrogant. There is a difference. If you're being ignorant and arrogant, yeah, you're, you're blocked. No questions asked. So you take that for what it's worth. I'm not, you know... I think a lot of this has to do with the fact that I'm, you know, um, I'm older and my patience is, my patience in general, even before I became a set of was never the best to begin with. But, you know, having dealt with people online since at least 2003, my, 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 um, tolerance for arrogant ignorance, no, <laughs> it's not there. And you can call it lack of charity. You can call it whatever you want to. It's not there. You know, now if the Lord sees fit, that he wants me to, to change that particular aspect, I will do it because I am a firm believer in doing his will. But as a general rule for right now, if, as of this recording, um, you want to be arrogantly ignorant? That's wonderful. Do it somewhere else, not on any of my um, social media. Anyway, that's not, that's not the purpose of this um Topic. So, according to the Merriam-Webster's Dictionary, theology is the study of religious faith, doctrine, practice, and experience. Now, obviously, since Merriam-Webster is a secular source, and I did choose them for a purpose because um, this is aimed at the people of, of Protestants, non-denominationals of goodwill. Obviously, the Vatican II... Uh, the neo the neo Catholics of the Vatican II sect and the neo trad Larper Catholics, since they're in um, a counterfeit Catholicism, 
they already understand um, the concept that theology, or at least they should, that theology is the foundation of religious belief. So there was a reason I brought up this young man. He said, we don't do that theology stuff. Which is why I explained to him, you know, he, he said, you know, we, we don't have a theology. We, I go by what my pastor tells me, which goes off into the territory of the cult of personality. I won't get into that. That's not what this is about. And quite frankly, I apologize for going into autistic detail for two or three minutes about my social media things. Um, but that's why when he said that, I asked him, I said, well, does your preacher preach on Bible alone, faith alone, and the priesthood of all believers? Because that is literally Protestant theology, which is why I I tried to tell the young man, Look, you know, you you guys may not be affiliated with a denomination. You may be just the local church that you get together underneath your pastor and he teaches you stuff. But if he's teaching you those three things, that is literally a theology. And Theology is your foundation. And the reason I'm doing this episode is I want to tell people whatever religious um, principles you have or ideals, that's your theology. That is literally your theology. Um, I've unironically, um, bumped into what we call atheist, uh, I'm sorry, uh, evangelical atheists online. And these guys are so blind that they don't even realize that they're actually practicing a form of religion, even though they claim that they don't believe in God. But they definitely believe that there's no God and they want to make sure that the unbelievers get converted. That is a form of religion. It's a form of theology. If if you have a set of beliefs, and you could be like that young man, well, I believe what my pastor teaches. Okay, that's still theology. You cannot separate theology from belief and religion. You just can't. And one of the the the, the master strokes of what I call the powers that be is they've literally turned religion into a dirty word. Now granted they've been doing this since at least the Enlightenment era, before the Enlightenment era, and I'm talking about the 18th century, um, you had cranks running around, you know, blaming religion for all the faults in the world when they should have been looking at themselves. But because of the circumstances, these people had to keep their heads down and actually respect the people around them. They were not free to infect people with their ignorance and their sins. But the powers that be have been teaching since the 18th century enlightenment that religion is a dirty word. And they will quote you chapter and verse about how more people have died in the wars of religion than anything else. And anybody who's historically minded knows that's a darn darn lie. That's a damn lie from the pit of hell. Just the 20th century alone, the death camps in Soviet Russia, the death camps in Nazi Germany, 
the massacres in the uh, Spanish Revolution, the the World War One, World War Two, those deaths in and of themselves, just in the twentieth century, are orders of magnitude. Um. Larger than anything that all the wars of religion put together ever had. And a lot of people make that claim. And once again, it's out of ignorance because... I'll speak for Americans as a general rule. I try not to speak about any other culture. Americans as a general rule are abysmally ignorant about history. And I mean abysmally ignorant. And I'm not disincluding myself from that either at one time. However, what makes me an outlier in that regard is, is I actually read books for, um, from what, from what, uh, uh, YouTube calls unauthoritative sources. In other words, they weren't approved or non-approved sources. I actually read the non-approved sources too. Because um, my attitude as a pagan, it's obviously it's gone some, you know, uh, evolution. But my my search in the truth of something I cared about um, didn't vary. I would read wherever the you know wherever the truth might lead me. Anyhow. But they're, Americans as a general rule are abysmally historically ignorant. And I use this example. When Bill Clinton bombed Serbia in the 1990s because of the quote-unquote genocide in Kosovo. And by the way, try to... That genocide, try to, try to get how, the numbers on how many Kosovo, uh, Kosovoian Muslims were, were actually killed. I can guarantee you they were under a million and that does not constitute a genocide. Not to anybody who's, um, who's uh, a critical thinker or for that matter, um, is honest with themselves. Anyhow, 95% of the American population went along with it because they were unaware that before Yugoslavia was Yugoslavia, it was five different little nations underneath the umbrella of the Austrian-Hungarian Empire, and that basically... That these varying provinces were at each other's throats since at least the 1700s. And, um, it had, that area of, you know, Yugoslavia had always been a smoldering uh, cauldron of ethnic hatred that was just waiting to go up. Now, without getting too autistically in detail, like I did in my St. Longinus' baptism uh, podcast, the reason why the Serbs at that time were massacring the Muslims of not just Kosovo, but... um, there was another province, I can't think of the name, it doesn't matter, was because Hitler in World War II had formed two Waffen-SS divisions made up primarily 
of Muslims to massacre the Orthodox Serbs at that time. And the Waffen-SS was just basically the military arm of the regular SS. If they had been aware of that fact, they would have known that, you know, that basically those five territories without a strong leader are going to be at each other's throats. And (laughs) I, I don't want to get into the whole politics of the thing, but when it comes to history, Americans are very abysmally, abysmally ignorant. Which is why in my study of history, I did go through phases where I was interested in World War I and World War II and the Vietnam War and Korean War and stuff. But in general, I was more of a generalist than a specialist. Anyhow. So... Whether you know it or not, whether you know it or not, you cannot have religious belief and you cannot have religious faith without theology. It's impossible. If you don't have faith, you can't call yourself a Christian. And um, if you um, if you don't have practice, you can't call yourself a Christian. And practice is every it, it, this has been my experience. Uh, Most churches have a doctrine of some sort. And doctrine, to, to make it as easy as I can for the younger types, doctrine is just whatever your pastor preaches from the pulpit. In my first uh, Protestant church that I attended, one of the doctrines was, well, I'll, I'll name three. Women could not cut their hair. Women had to wear long dresses and you could not wear jewelry. Now those are the top three off the top of my head. There were other teachings that they taught in that church. That is the doctrine. Whatever your pastor teaches from the pulpit, that is doctrine. And doctrine comes from faith. I'm sorry, doctrine comes from theology. You know, (laughs) so to try to put it as simply as I can, you can't have a religion without theology. It is literally impossible because without theology, you can't have faith without doctrine. You can't have practice because what Doctrine basically boils down to is the teachings of your pastor, if you're Protestant, or non-denominational, for that matter. And you know, a, a lot of people think that. Well, I have faith. I have faith. That's good enough. Okay. My question would be, well, how do you practice your faith? How do you practice it? And because this is aimed at Protestants, 
I'm going to say, okay, you have faith that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Redeemer and that he died so that you may um, that, that you may get to heaven. You know, your sins would be cleared and you could get to heaven. Now, for those of you who practice the heresy of once saved, always saved, uh, I'm not going to deal with that heresy. I've already dealt with it ad nauseum. This is for the more generalized Protestants out there. How do you practice your faith? What do you do to show Jesus that you appreciate what he did for you? Now, if you go to church every Sunday, well, that's a practice. Whether you like it or not, that's a doctrine. Well, I go to church every Sunday. Well, that's a doctrine because it's a practice. Um, let's just say, well, I read my Bible every night. Also a doctrine. Um, you know, it's a practice. Uh, I pray. I pray every night and I read devotionals. That's a practice that stems from doctrine. Even if you are doing these things and you're in a non-denominational church, these are still practices which once again stem from doctrine. You know, and once again, if, if you're like that young man and say, well, I just do what my pastor tells me. Doctrine. Whatever comes out of your pastor's mouth that you practice not the stuff that you say, eh, Pastor Jim Bob, he's full of crap. I'm not listening to that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the stuff that you actually practice that Pastor Jim Bob says. That's doctrine. You know. And theology is the base of all this. Without the foundation of theology, um, Everything else, um, the faith, the doctrine, and the practice falls apart. And that's the best way I can explain it. If you, if you think that you don't have a theology... But... Your underlying um, assumption is, is well, I just I just listen to what my pastor says. Once again, that's that's theology. Whatever your pastor says, that's that's your theology. You know, and I've met plenty of Protestants in this camp too. Well, I, I, I don't I don't go to a church. I just read my Bible and I watch the guys on TV. Well, okay. Um if whether you know it or not, and I, I realize I sounded kind of snarky there, but I apologize for that. What I'm saying is. If you read your Bible and you interpret it for yourself, that is the Protestant doctrine of Bible alone. If you do what you think that the Holy Ghost wants you to do, that is faith alone. That is also a theology of Protestantism. And if the reason why you don't go to church is because no, no pastor is going to tell you how to believe and, 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 and teach you, whether you like it or not, it's the truth. What you are practicing is the priesthood of all believers. And to boil that down is, Nobody is better than anyone else. We're all on the same level. So you're free to pick and choose if you have a pastor to listen to what he says or not listen to it. And for you guys that just stay at home, 
If, if you have a particular Protestant pastor that you listen to or non-denominational pastor that you listen to, but you're picking and choosing what you listen to and what you don't listening, listen to, the basis of that belief is the priesthood of all believers. So that's what it all boils down to. Theology is the foundation. Theology is the foundation for faith. Because a faith without a, a theological underpinning is not faith. And just as a proof text... I can't remember exactly which epistle of St. Paul's he said this, but he said something along the lines of, you must be ready to give an explanation of what you believe and why, or something to that effect. I'm probably massacring the Bible quote, but goes something along those lines. Without, without theology, you can't. You can't explain why you believe what you believe. You can't give a description of um, why you believe it. You just can't. So... I think I've covered everything on here that I need to cover. Now, I apologize because I realize about between 10 to 15 minutes of this has been stuff that has not necessarily been on topic. Um, but sometimes the, the topic has to be left for however long it takes to illustrate a point. Now, that other stuff about my social media, yeah, that, that was not necessary. Um, and I apologize for that. But um, as I said, I think I've covered this as best as I can. Once again, I have a listener mailbag. It is in the episode where I list the listener, the, the email address of the listener mailbag. I invite you, any questions, any reasonable comments, please, please feel free to contact me. I'll do my best to answer them. So, thank you for giving me 40 minutes of your time. I really do appreciate it. And I hope and pray that you do get something out of this. And once again, take this for what it's worth. I care about you all. I pray for you all. And I'd like to see as many people get to heaven as possible. I do. So, thank you for listening. Thank you for your time and your patience. Have a good day. God bless you. Bye-bye. Thank you.